God bless and welcome today to Kingdom Concepts. I'm in the studio with my wife, Eliana, and we are so blessed to have you as our guest today. You know, God is doing amazing things in this mm -hmm. wonderful year, amen? And we're not even halfway through. And I know that there's so much more, amen, that God just continues to add daily mm -hmm. to his people. I've just been taken back by all of the beautiful testimonies that we've been receiving amen. of people that God's been blessing, uh, not only this year, but through last year's pandemic. We've had people that have had some tremendous amen. things happen. Amen, amen. God, God's still on the throne. It amen. doesn't matter what's happening in the world it doesn't matter what's going on in our country in somebody else's country god is still on the throne and we can't lose sight of that we can't lose sight of of um what's happening in the world does not change the fact that god is still god jesus is still jesus we're still born again we still love god and then that hasn't been the case. You know, I've seen a lot of people um, and, you know, people that I thought were very, very strong in the Lord be shaken, yeah. be, be shaken to their core, honestly, mm -hmm. um, throughout the last, you know, 10, 12 months. And it's it's surprising to me, mm -hmm. not um, how would I say uh, scary, just surprising to me to where you see that shift in their faith, you mm -hmm. know, where all of a sudden the things that they held dear, the things that they um, had faith in, all of a sudden there's a little bit of a shift. And I really feel that a lot of it has to do with not being part of a, a local body, not being connected in your mm -hmm. local church. And that's one of the things that we're going to be talking yeah. about is is the year this being the year of the local church and what does it mean you know when when you hear oh the year of this or oh the year of that you know it means that that's supposed to be important you know yeah. and so this is the year of the local church and we are going to share some words with you that were spoken over this this year words that we hope that you grab onto that you hang onto and that you grow with yeah you, well, you know i think what people uh, people's lives got disrupted last yes, year to where did. on a global scale, everyone was disconnected right. from the house of God, not by intention. No. It just happened with COVID and what have you. And this is what, you know, you seen take place was that, you know, people, you know, uh, opened themselves up to a decision. Am I going to return to the house of God or not? Am I going to be an online Christian or an in-person Christian you know, these are the things that people faced and uh, what kind of, you know, like you said, what kind of caught me off guard with, with some people is as pastors, we've seen the miracles that God has done for people's lives, in people's lives, and through people's right. lives. Tremendous miracles. And uh, to see people uh, pulling back, it's, it's not so much that they've disconnected from their church, yet some have, but... There's two things that I always remember is that, and I teach people, you are just as important as your purpose and your purpose mm -hmm. is just as important as that's you. Right. And I think what's happening is you got people that they're important to themselves and that's why they're, they're not going to church because they're afraid. They're, there's fear there and their purpose is left hanging. They're not accomplishing their purpose because God created the local church. The local church is the only earthly institution God ever created, mm -hmm. his temple, the sanctuary. And it's a place where we're to gather. The Lord made the Sabbath for man mm -hmm. to gather together with him on a holy day in a holy place to fellowship. Amen. And so many people have, have backed away 
But at the same time, we've seen other people just dive in oh, and yes. get closer to God like never before. I've noticed in the past, um, you know, six months, and, you know, we don't know where you're living right now or yeah. where you're watching from, but a lot of different countries, a lot of different uh, states have forbidden people to go mm -hmm. to church, you know, so we don't know where and where uh, you're watching from. So maybe it's different. Maybe your churches aren't open. Maybe maybe the, the thing is where we live. There are churches that are open and there were now. <laughs> and so, you know, there's a there was a time when people didn't go to church and understand that for whatever reasons. But now that the church we're talking about now that churches are open, yeah, now that there. that even the government has finally, you know, woken up and said, oh, no, we we're not supposed to do that. Now that the churches are open. They, I don't think they should have ever been closed in the first place. You know, mm -hmm. Home Depot is open, but I can't be open. That You know, that's just <laughs> not right. But now that uh, that the church is open, we're talking about now that the churches are open, where are you at in your walk? Are you so used to staying home that you're still staying home? Or were you the type of Christian that the local church was so important you were involved, you did ministry, you were there for a time every Sunday, you supporting were there every pastor, Wednesday supporting the pastor, supporting the vision, supporting the church. Mm -hmm. And now you step back to when now you're still staying home or the whole staying home more than you ever did in your whole life. That right there, I think, is what, what a lot of people are is facing. You know, people that would never miss four Sundays in a month all of a sudden are only going to church one Sunday a month because it has become easier mm -hmm. to stay home, make breakfast in your pajamas, sit, sit at home with a cup of coffee, in your jammies, with your slippers, watching TV because it has become an, a, a custom that would have never been that. And so wow. we need to make sure that we are not allowing what we had to do mm -hmm. to be what we are doing. And I wanted to share a couple of words that, that were spoken that over um, this year. I want to share a few. I, I shared this one last time. I'm going to share this one again, and then I'll share a couple of the other ones. This is by Kenneth Copeland. And he said this, and this was given on December 6, 2020. And for me, when a word is given, I'm like, I, I perk up because I'm like, okay, this is what I need to see. This mm -hmm. is what I need to remember. When I don't see things going right, when I don't see maybe our numbers, our church numbers going up, or I don't see certain things going up in the church. I'm not talking about just our church. I'm yeah. saying just in the body. I need to make sure that I see these and say, wait a minute. My prof mm -hmm. The prophets of God said this. 2020 is the year of the local church. 2021 will be a year of divine healing, divine health. Now, first off, he's saying it's going to be healing, health, and all these things in the local church, mm -hmm. in the local church. So what does that mean to me? It means yeah. that I'm going to be finding these things in, the house, in the house of God. The year of the local church will be a year of divine healing, divine health, divine prosperity, divine recovery. Isaiah 42:22 says this, but this is this is a people robbed and plundered. All of them are snared in holes and they are hidden in prison houses. They are for prey and no one delivers for plunder and no one says restore. Mm. Jesus is shouting recover, mm. recovery of the healing ministry, recovery of health, recovery of prosperity. It all fits in there together. It is a time that Brother Hagen talked about. It is time to start preaching the gifts of the Holy Spirit, particularly the power gifts, the gifts of healing the working of miracles, and the gift of faith. Amen? Amen. You know, um, um, I'm going to read that, but I know one thing that I've been um, actually been just praying that God would use me more in the gifts and that there would be more gifts that come out in me. And because I, I'm hearing, okay, this is the year for the local church. This is the things that's happening, especially last year. 
I felt like I needed more the power of those gifts. Yeah. I felt like I needed to operate in those more. I felt like those words of knowledge because I couldn't see people in their face. Mm -hmm. I couldn't see, you know, when, when somebody comes to church and I see them, it's like when our kids would come mm -hmm. home from from going out with their friends, you know, they'd come home, hey, come tell me when you're home. Yeah, check you and out. you call me, you know, <laughs> even now, my daughter gets home and she's 26. <laughs> Tell me when you're home, uh, mom, I'm home. You know, I just want to, I want to, even if I'm not looking, I want to hear her voice. I want to see her. And when you don't have your, as pastors, you don't see your flock every, every, at least once or twice a week. You don't get to see the whites of their eyes. You don't mm -hmm. get to feel their spirit, you know? So I felt like I needed that, yeah. that discernment so much more. I needed that, that, uh, Lord, um, you know, tell me who to pray for somebody. Mm -hmm. Who do I need to pray for? I'm not, you know, it's not that I'm not, I'm not seeing them, yeah. but I needed to know. And so You're I felt like heart. that. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, and, and it's, it doesn't surprise me that the Lord had spoke to Brother Copeland about this being a time of great restoration, great healing, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. working of miracles, yes. you know, because miracles, signs and wonders that's the dinner bell That's right. for revival. Those things attract people like it's nobody's business when when there is manifestation of the, the promises of God. Man, it, it causes those that receive them to just go stronger That's in right. their pursuit of God. And for those that don't know the Lord, it brings them in. It creates a draft that draws them close to God because those miracles have their attention. And, and what's beautiful is that, you know, uh, it's them catching glimpses of the kingdom of heaven. And it's like this, if we can get them to see the kingdom, they will get to know the king, Amen. you know, and that's why I believe the local church is so vital, especially in this hour, because we are the only place on the face of this planet, the local church where you find a fear free environment. Oh, amen. Well, you should. Yeah, you, you should. should. If you're not, you then you're in the wrong church. You I can should. tell you that amen. right now. Um, I love what you said about the kingdom. You know, king, kingdom is not a place. Kingdom is God's way of doing things. And mm -hmm. we need to do, we need to do church and do our life how God would want us to do it. Amen. Amen. I'll read this one. And I have a few. It's like, what is I, this? This is from Jerry Savelle. Prophetic word? Yeah. This is our prophet. This is our man of God. This is who, this is our pastor. And um, uh, like I said in the earlier episode, I feel like we're laying up a foundation. We're laying up a, a facts on facts on facts. So make sure that you know, this is what the local church is supposed to have. Amen. This is from Jerry Savelle. And he spoke this about 2021. In October, um, and this is what he said, October of last year, and it says, a, a word from the Holy Spirit, a new era has begun. Recently, while in a time of fellowship with the Holy Spirit, I heard him speak these words, a new era has begun, and more and more signs and wonder, wonders will be seen in 2021. For those who, I love this, mm -hmm. for those who will heed my voice and obey my words, they'll experience my goodness and my power as never seen or heard. They'll see the fruit of their faithfulness come bursting forth and they'll prosper and flourish like never before. Abundance and overflow, that's what they'll see. I'll bring it to pass because of love and their obedience to me. No longer will their enemy have the upper hand for my spirit is moving on. My spirit is moving and an outpouring of my power is coming upon the land. Many triumphant victories will mark this new era. It's what I plan, so rest in me. Miracle after miracle, that's what I'll do. Decree it and receive it and know it that it's true. Refuse to be swayed by what's said in the news. With me on your side, how can you lose? Come on. Man, that's amazing. That is a, that's a beautiful amazing. word. 
You know, and again, it's a com it's a confirming word. The Bible mm -hmm. says, "Let everything be done out of the mouths of two or three witnesses." And this is what the Lord's been speaking. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. you know what stirs my heart so much is that when you understand the value of the house of God, it's like everything that is great in our lives, for the most part, happened in the house of the Lord. In the house of the Lord is where we received salvation. We got saved. It was yes. where God delivered me from drugs, mm -hmm. delivered me from being an alcoholic. It's where God gave us love back where we had mm -hmm. lost love. It's where God delivered us. It's where God healed us. It's where God, you know, set us free. It's where, you know, we went when we couldn't have children and we, you know, we were able to receive, you know, that, that, that gift of healing to be able to have children again. It's where God took us out of poverty and brought us, you know, into abundance. It's where, you know, God restored and gave us a sound mind. It's where God healed our heart. It's where God, you know, we found forgiveness. We found strength. We found wisdom. Mm -hmm. We found counsel, you know, for our marriage. Amen. Amen. Everything good we found in the house of God. And I, I don't understand, you know, what people find away from the house of God, mm -hmm. you know, because everything good is found in his house. And when I hear these prophetic words spoken and God's highlighting the local church, you know, the first scripture that came to my heart, you know, that is very time sensitive mm -hmm. with where we're at is Hebrews chapter 10 verse 25 and i want you to read that in the king james mm -hmm. hebrews 10 25 you got you should have your bibles in a notebook amen be taking some notes hebrews 10 25 you read it in the king james i'll read it in the amplified translation you know i, I will say this before i read this isn't it funny how um and i'm um, because of this scripture people will always say they don't need to go to church they don't need to go to church god's in my house god's in my heart they don't need to go to church but those same people that won't quote this scripture Oh, they got Jeremiah 29, 11 on yeah, their thing. That's all they got Psalms 91. Does, they got Psalms 91. They got Jeremiah 2011. That's going to be in my house. Yeah. You know, they're, they're going to quote all them scriptures, but those other scriptures? No, they don't want to quote those ones. But okay, this is what it says. Um, Hebrews 10, 25, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but ex exhorting one another and so much the more as you see, you see, the day approaching. Now, this is what it this says. This is the day approaching. This We're in it. the day approaching. Yeah. And in, in, in here in the Amplified Translation, it says, not forsaking or neglecting mm -hmm. to assemble together as believers, as is the habit of some people. Some people, their habit, they miss more church than they go to church. Mm. That's a hard thing, man. When you go to your church and people hand you a visitor card, I'm telling you something's wrong if you've been going to that church for a while, um, to where the people don't recognize you. It says that the habit of some people is, is not to gather together, but admonishing, warning, urging, and encouraging mm -hmm. one another. Mm -hmm. See, we help each other. That's right. And all the more faithfully as you see the day approaching. Mm -hmm. You know, and when I think about this, man, I think about, uh, what is it, Psalms 92. Psalms 92, verse 13. Oh, Lord. Because, you know, God, God's preparing the church, amen? Uh, he wants people to see that he's in his house, amen? And, and when I think about, you know, the value of the house of God, man, this scripture always comes to mind. Psalms 92, verse 13. Can we read it? Yeah, go ahead and read that, love. I have it in the King James. Okay. Read verse 12 and 13. Okay. Ugh, love these the two righteous words. shall flourish like the palm tree. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. 
Those that be planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. Amen. Mm, amen. Boy, let me read this one. They shall still bring forth fruit in old age, and they shall be fat and flourishing. Amen. Mm -hmm. and, uh, the Amplified says that the uncompromisingly righteous shall flourish like the palm tree, be long-lived, stately, upright, useful, and fruitful. Come on. How often does God pe use people that don't attend church faithfully? Mm. You know, not as much as someone that does. Mm -hmm. It says that right here that they'll be fruitful. They shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon, majestic, stable, mm -hmm. durable, incorruptible, planted in the house of the Lord. They shall flourish in the courts of our God, mm -hmm. growing in grace. They shall still bring forth fruit in old age. They shall be full of sap or spiritual vitality, man, this is amazing, mm -hmm. and rich in the venture of trust, love, and contentment. They are living memorials to show that the Lord is upright and faithful to his promises. He is my rock, and there is no unrighteousness in him. See, when people are planted in the house of the Lord, this is the thing is that your life is stable mm -hmm. for the most part. Now, we're all works in progress. So some people go to church, and they might not be where they want to be, but they're not where they started. Amen. But it's where we go to get help. It's mm -hmm. like uh, some people don't want to go to church because they say, oh, well, you know, there's people gossip, people lie, there's cliques and this and that. And, and it's like, uh, yeah, there are all of those things to a degree, but that's like you being upset. You don't go to a gym because there's fat people there. Come on, give me a break. It's like they're there to get help. We go to church to get help. That's right. And we're all at different levels. But the thing is this is that those people that are planted, that means you have a root system. That's right. That means, man, that you're tapping into what God has available. And if the roots are good, the fruit is good. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and not only that, but I love how he uses the palm tree. And, and you know, they sway so much. Yes. They sway. Oh, my gosh, <laughs> they, they sway. They bend, but they don't break. They don't, they, they, we have, um, I, I think we have 10 palm trees yeah, in our backyard. Huge. Big, long, palm, big, huge palm trees. And those suckers, they sway. And um, we recently had to have them uh, trimmed. And I'm, I'm saying that we recently had to have them tri trimmed. And the guy that can't comes, he sees, the, I, what, is it like 40 feet in the air maybe? Uh, they're they're I don't know. more than that. And when he came, he just looked at it. And he just looked at it. And he just looked at it. And in my head, I was thinking, he's not going to want to climb that because they just like shimmy yeah. up that thing. And he said, no, he said, I'm going to do that one first. I'm gonna I'm gonna take that one down first, mm -hmm. you know. And he sure sure enough he did. He came and he climbed up that thing, swaying and all. But he took he he climbed that one first. And and I love how the Lord uses this analogy because there is things that are gonna come and it may move you this way, mm -hmm. it may move you that way, it may cause you to sway, it may cause you to uh, you know to bend a little bit. But if you stay planted mm -hmm. in God, you stay planted in his house, you stay planted in what God has for you, it doesn't matter what winds may come, yeah. you're gonna stay, you're gonna stand, yeah. stand strong. After you trim that tree, it stood right back up, you yeah. know? Yeah, the storms of life aren't yeah, gonna knock you yeah. down. And this is the thing is that when it comes to church, people that don't, that don't wanna be in church, what they don't understand is that you're not going to church to be church. No, yes, yes, yes. We go to church to worship God. That's what it's about. It's about worshiping the Lord. It's about receiving uh -huh. what he has for us. And yes, God can bless you in your home. God can bless you in your car. You know, when you're by yourself, man, we love those intimate times where we have throne time with God. Mm -hmm. But God created the local church. And the Bible says that we're the body 
and that Jesus Christ is the head of mm -hmm. the church, that he's the chief cornerstone that holds the whole building together. And what I don't think, what I, well, let me say this. This is what I discovered when we started going to church, that there is something about the gatherings of people yes. together. There's something about being gathered together with other believers and when, when we were in San Diego at the Holy Ghost Conference this week, the Lord spoke this to me. He said, there is something about the gathering of believers that cannot be substituted. Mm -hmm. And when he said that, I kept just rehearsing that over my heart. He says, there's something about the gathering that you can't find a substitute anywhere else. Yeah. You can be at home saying, oh, I just, me and Jesus at home. That ain't the same thing as being in church. And, you know. One thing that I'll never forget, uh, my daughter, uh, Alea, was ministering one time, and I'll never forget that she said this. And I, I hope I quote it correctly, but she said this. She said, we, she said, are we praying and we ask, are we praying and asking people to come to the house of God so that we can serve them or so that they can serve us? Mm. And I think that we forget the fact that the house of God is there so that we can be a help to others, mm -hmm. that we can grow so that we can help others. Another, yeah. But when you stop, when you cease to remember that the house of God is there for others, the house of God is there so that I can grow, so that I can help others, it stops being important. Mm -hmm. It stops being important. When you see the house of God and say, I need to be in God's house. I need to be in his in his church so that I can learn more of the word. And maybe there's going to be somebody there that I can minister to there. Maybe there's going to be a yes. sister in the Lord that needs my smile, needs my hello, needs my encouragement, needs my uh, uh, me knowing that they need a gallon mm -hmm. of milk, something. Yeah. What is you being at home behind the television or behind your computer? How is that you? being a blessing to the body of Christ. Yeah. Yes, it's great that you, that, that I, I, and it's been such a blessing yeah, for- There's a place for it. There's a place for it, absolutely. But not a replacement. Exactly. It should be a, in case, not a to-do, you know? It's yeah. been such a blessing to, to see those that aren't able, haven't been able to come to church for whatever reason, they're still giving, they're mm -hmm. still sewing. Yeah. They'll call the church office, hey, just so you know, drop us a line, send us a letter. We're not talking about that. We're talking about willfully not going to church because it has no longer become important about me being a servant of Christ. Well, you know, this is the thing that we need to always remember, that God is in our midst. Mm -hmm. He said, I will mm -hmm. never leave you nor forsake you. And God is in the midst of believers coming together. He said, wherever two or three of us are gathered as believing as touching any one thing, it'll be done for us. He said, two or three of you gather. He says, I'm there in your midst. Mm -hmm. And I think where folks have misplaced themselves is that you have people that they're not going to the house of God for whatever reasons. And the thing that they're forgetting is that we don't go to the house of God for the house of God. We go to the house of God to be with the God of the house. Mm -hmm. That's Amen. the thing is that we are there to mm -hmm. be with the God of the house. And he's the one that created the house so that we can have a place to come together Amen. to fellowship Amen. with him, to fellowship with one another so that we can be built up, made strong, iron sharpening iron, so that God can show off in our Amen. midst. And Amen. so I, I think that the closer we get to the, to the rapture of the church, as well as the second coming of Jesus Christ, 
you're going to see more and more God putting his church, the bride, in front of this world mm -hmm. to where they're going to see the glory of God on his people. It's already begun. Oh, yes. And people are going to have one testimony or the other. They're either going to be the ones that are going to be able to testify, this is what the Lord did in our midst, or you're going to have people that are window shopping Christians, and they're going to be spectators of what God has done in his house, but not participators. Mm -hmm. And that's a dangerous place to yeah, be. Yeah, and, and we don't want to be that. We want to be... We want to be fruitful in not only what God has for our lives, but we want to fruit, be fruitful in the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. So just know that we're rooting for you, that we're praying for you, yeah. that we're standing and believing for you. And, it, and you know, maybe you're, you're watching and you're, you're having trouble getting back into the flow of, of wanting to be in the God's house. I understand that, just you know, do just do it. Just get up and go. It's like, it's like going to the gym. You don't want to do it sometimes but just get up and go just yeah. get up and do it so amen. it becomes habit again amen. amen amen praise god amen thank you for being with us amen on kingdom concepts we look forward to being with you guys again have a blessed day